Hi, this is Eden Busani, and I'm your host for the Meraki Podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we upload new episodes from incredible speakers who share their wisdom on important life lessons and their personal journeys towards living a purposeful life. Tune in on Thursdays to get my latest scoop on self-growth and personal development. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Ari Gunsberg, I got started with, I guess, motivational speaking and podcasting when I was, when I realized that I was uh, not happy with what I was doing. I was working in like branding, marketing, and website design. And the reason that I had gone into it is because somebody that I knew had sort of pushed me into it, which is a little bit strange. <laughs> you know, people can really affect what, we're do, what we do. And um, he saw it as a means to an end. You know, I had these skills. I was working in a pizza shop. He's like, why aren't you using these skills? And I knew that I never wanted to do it long term, but it seemed like a good option at the time. So I started doing it. And I, because I didn't really, I wasn't passionate about it as much as I could be. I love a lot of the work, but like, there's a lot of parts of it that I don't, <laughs> you know? So, um, so I got a little bit pushed into it. Uh, not, I don't mean that in a bad way, you know, like I, he, he meant well. Uh, and then, and then sometime a few years ago, I was talking to a business coach and he said, you know, well, what do you really want to do with your life? And we were like trying to figure this out. Eventually we kind of fell upon like motivational speaking. Like I was listening a lot to like Les Brown and some other, and Zig Ziglar and some of the other greats at that time. And, you know, I still try to listen to people and stuff, but it's just, you know, sometimes the time is a, is an issue. Um, you know, so, so, so I, I, I've been trying to move my way through this journey ever since then. I mean, you know, part of the, I, I was just speaking to somebody and, you know, they had a, like a lot of interesting stuff to say, which is still very much on my mind. But um, part of the whole thing is, you know, what are you going to present to people and why is it that you can present to people? That's, that's like, I guess, two of the big questions, you know, because everybody wants to, not everybody, but there are a lot of people who might be like, oh, I could go be a speaker. And it's like, well, what have you been through in life? It's like, well, you know, I grew up in suburbia. My parents always had plenty of money and, you know, it was a struggle because they used to yell at me. But, you know, like, you know, like they, they yelled at you to like go to college. Yeah. <laughs> So you have, it's weird, but like sometimes it's the people who have been through the, some of the toughest things are the people who have the most to offer because they can sit there and say, look, I've been through this. I've been through these incredibly trying times and I made it through. And now I can tell you what I see from the other side. I mean, a good example would be, um, I think his name is John McLeary who wrote the book on fire, right? When he was eight, nine years old or something, he's, he was burnt, he's almost, into, his, almost his entire body was on fire. And so he went through a harrowing experience. He lost limbs, he lost, you know, he had to heal, he had to do a lot. Of, he went through a tremendous amount of stuff in his life. And so it's because, John O'Leary, not McLeary. Uh, the reason why he's a, such, a, such a phenomenon, he's able to give over what he went through is because he went through all this stuff. So I also, um, I went through my own fire, so to speak. Uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a fire actually, but I went through a lot of troubling stuff when I was a kid. And then when I was an early teenager and then when I was a teenager and then into my twenties and stuff. And, and, um, I've just, I've just been through a lot and I've been dealing with it my entire life because of all the different things that I went through. And I, I think that you, I, I understand that you were going to get into that stuff later. So I won't go into too much detail now. Uh, but so this past summer I was working, I, it's a long story short is that in order to give my daughter, who's not old enough for sleepaway camp, an opportunity to go to sleepaway camp with her grandmother, 
who's the cook at the camp because we weren't sure like you know maybe maybe she'll end up retiring maybe she won't go back maybe we don't know like especially this year we don't even know if the camp's going to open this year so i took a job as a as a driver at the camp because i thought i would have like a lot of time to work on my book i was like okay great i'll be there my daughter will be able to be in camp my family will be taken care of i'll have plenty of time to work on my book um things don't always work out exactly as we want them to but it was still a great experience and part of the experience was i drove basically to California and back one and a half times over the course of the summer. <laughs> I drove like eight or 9,000 miles throughout the course of the summer. And what that gave me was a tremendous amount of time to listen to books and to do a lot of thinking and to do a lot of introspection. And part of that was the five keys to greatness. And, and they've been evolving ever since then. And, and, and I've been trying to develop this idea because the, the whole concept of it is, is that it's, five main areas and, and great let's talk about greatness for a second everybody has their own definition of greatness right if you say to somebody like do you want to achieve greatness if they think of something that has no relevance to them like oh well greatness means being a calric and junior or whatever you know like that's not what greatness really means i mean it is but it's not right those are like the people who are way above and beyond we each have our own definition of greatness we each have something that we can do where we can just go so much above and beyond what we necessarily believe that we can do that greatness is applicable to all of us, right? For some people that might just mean being the best person in their particular type of job as possible. For other people, it might be the best, being the best mom, being the best dad, being the best uh, home cook, right? It doesn't, you can define greatness however you want, and then work to achieve that greatness. Like trying to be Cal Ripken, trying to be, um, trying to think of other examples, you know, trying to be Shaquille O'Neal, trying to be Kobe Bryant, right? We can't do that. That's not, that's not even a possibility for most of us. So if we're focused on being that, like we're never going to be able to get past the fact that I, I just, I'm not good at basketball, you know? So, but if we, if we allow ourselves to define greatness as we want to, then we can always find a way to achieve that because all we have to do is make sure that greatness is just a couple of steps above where we are right now and then work towards that. So the five keys are focused on giving a simple and easy to remember framework to allow people to implement this greatness into their life it, as, as it means to them, you know, and, and if you want, like we can just jump through the five keys right now yeah, and you can sure. ask questions. We get into them. Awesome. So key number one is to give right? The more that we're able to give of ourselves, of our time, of our money to other people, the better we feel. And, and I even promote doing it selfishly. You know, you want to feel a little bit better, go help somebody, go walk a lady across the street, go, go give somebody some money, right? Go make a donation, right? The more that you're involved with it, the better you'll feel. That's one. Uh, and just so everybody understands, we're following a mnemonic of great G R E A T. So the first one is give. The second one is reason, as in to have a purpose for your life. And you, I recommend defining a purpose for all the different areas, all the different major areas of your life. You know, so if you, uh, if you, if you just live at home, you know, if you live and you work, then maybe you want to have just two purposes, a one purpose for work, one purpose for your home life. If you have kids, maybe you want to have an extra purpose because, you know, you need, to be able, you need to be able to take care of yourself, but you also want to be able to concentrate on your kids. So you can have a defined purpose with what you're trying to achieve with your kids. You know, so each major area of your life, define a purpose for what you're trying to go for. And it doesn't have to be forever. You can define a purpose. You can change it. You can, we're, we, humans are dynamic creatures, so you can always change it. 
The third one is to engage, E for engage, right? And that means like to be more present in the present moment. You want to be fully engaged in anything that you're doing and not be trying to do 10 different things at the same time. And there's a lot of different aspects to that, which I go into in much more detail in my talks. Uh, A is for amazing, meaning work on that positivity mindset. And there's so many different ways to do it. But the, the simple and easy thing to remember is that when you have a positive mindset, you literally change your own reality. Your world changes by the way that you view the world that's happening around you. And everything that everybody else is doing can stay exactly the same, but the way that you view it changes everything around you. It changes your own experience of it. And I have tons of proof and stories and more about that. And the last one is tenacity, persistence. You know, it's, it's, we, we all go through so much. We go through a tremendous amount of difficulty, challenge, failure. Uh, you know, like I have a podcast that deals with success and failure called The Way to Greatness, which, which focuses a lot on this. We go through so much. And, and so many people, that, that last straw hits them and they never get past it. They never can move forward beyond it. And it's, it's so difficult for them. But, but it's, it's literally then that they were on the cusp of something huge. And when they don't persist and when they're not, when they're not tenacious and they don't, and they don't just focus on moving forward, despite all the setbacks that they've dealt with, it's, you know, we all lost something because, because we lost what they would have brought to the world. We lost what, what change they would have sparked in, in the entire world around us. And I mean, you know, I deal with this on a constant basis, right? I mean, you may, you may also, or you may not be willing to admit it, whatever, I'm not putting you on the spot, but we all deal with this to some degree. I mean, especially right now with coronavirus happening, you know, we're, we're, we're recording this. I know people may be listening to this when we're not dealing with coronavirus anymore, but right now it's what, it's April 30th, right? We're still in the midst of a ton of lockdowns. We're still in the midst of daily death totals, like, you know, astronomical compared to what we would want them to be. And, and it's scary and there's so much change happening all at the same time. And, and it makes sense for a lot of people to almost just want to give up. And, you know, we're, we're all going to be struggling with this on a day-to-day basis and, and to rebuild the economy for now, it's going to take a while. And, and the more that we focus on being persistent, despite all odds, despite all challenges, despite all difficulties, the better off we really will be. Wow. Okay, so that really gave us like a brief overview of the five keys of greatness, which is amazing. That literally like puts all of, you know, everything that we have on self-growth and personal development, literally puts it into five keys, which is super simple to understand. And it makes it like much easier and relatable for us to achieve it. So I feel like it was great. And we have some questions for you from uh, some people who saw on our Instagram story about our episode and some questions that were going to remain anonymous due to their request. Some questions are going to, um, they didn't even say who they were. So let's start with number one. <laughs> I, again, I, I try to be as much of an open book as possible. So please, by all means, ask. Anything. Absolutely. And by the way, let's just mention it here so that those who listen, um, we do have plenty more questions specifically for you. So um, we're probably going to try getting the webinar open uh, to answer all these questions. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we had just spoken before we started recording about doing a Q and a webinar with, uh, Aiden, Aiden and I, and, uh, yeah, by all means, uh, totally come on, come on board. We'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. So all of those questions that were not answered could be answered over there, but let's get right into the first question. Um, anonymously, she asks, how to stay, how do you stay true to yourself in challenging environments? It's a great question. 
the first question is how do you stay true to yourself at all, right? So the more that you can define it, the more that you can understand who you truly are. And, and this, is a, this is not like, you know, okay, sit down for two hours and work out who you are. Now that's it. You're done for your life. This is an ongoing lifelong journey because we, like I was saying before, right? We're human. We're dynamic. The only things that are truly static in regards to people and character are characters and novels, right? Characters and novels are pretty static, right? They are who they are and that's who they are and they stay who they are, except for the, usually the, the protagonist and the antagonist, they, they may be a little bit dynamic and change over the course of the novel. But us humans, we're dynamic. We change every day. We can wake up tomorrow and decide to be an entirely different person. And, and so the question is, is who is the true you? As you start to define that more and more, uh, if you're able to define it, that, you know, that's, that's a big part of defining a purpose for your life and defining a reason for your life, right? Like I said before, you can change it, but if you define that purpose for your life, if in times of crisis or times of not crisis, if you see that there are things that you're doing that don't align with that purpose, then what can you do to change it? Now, I'm not saying that's an easy thing to do and, and, you know, using the words to define that right now, it only took a second, but the work that it takes to accomplish that can take a lifetime. So it's, it's all about definitely knowing what your purpose in life is and knowing, and, and then just a lot as much as possible, trying to align the things that you do to that. Right. I, I tell people there's two main ingredients that every single key needs. We didn't cover those before. I saw, I'm sorry, but the two main ingredients are passion and action. You need to be passionate about what you're doing. If you're not, passionate about the things that you're implementing, then you're not going to be able to continue it in the long term. Like, you know, if you want to go and give of yourself, your time, your money in order to help yourself feel better, if you choose something that you don't care about, you're not going to be able to do it for very long, right? But if you choose something that you truly and, and truly care about, and it's really important to you, you can have the steam to keep on going for years. So there's passion and then there's also action, right? If you do, you can have ideas all you want, but if you don't bring it into this world through action, nothing changes ever. So define that purpose and then start finding small ways. And it's, I'm, I'm a big proponent of small incremental fixes. So start finding ways that you can gently and incrementally align your life with those purposes and with, with your true self. Right. Alignment. That's the basic answer. And just let's, uh, I'm going to take it back a little bit, um, back to where you said alignment with your purpose. That also really comes down to, you know, being disciplined with your values in life. You know, most of the time we need to really take a deep look inside and, and see what our core values are in order to figure out uh, what we're being aligned with. So that also comes hand in hand, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your purpose in a perfect world, and I would hope that this is the case for most people, your the purpose that you define for yourself would align with all of your values. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's about sitting there and essentially picking one thing and then building some core values on top of that. And then, you know, so your one thing can be pretty broad, maybe. I mean, it could be very specific if you want, and you can build it on top of your core values, or you can build a very broad, you know, think of a pyramid, right? Either you could put your core values at the bottom and build your purpose on top of that and just make sure that it aligns with all of them, that they all hit. Or you can build a very broad purpose. And I don't mean to be broad with your purpose, but I'm saying you can build a very broad purpose and put your core values on top of that. And just make sure, you just want to make sure that everything's aligning and everything's going forward, like with the top of the pyramid. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So question number two, 
Um, this person is asking, I'm passionate about many things. How do I find my one true potential? Now, before I even, uh, you know, let you answer this question, I think that maybe, I feel like people have so many different things they have potential for. I don't think they have to choose, but I want to hear your opinion on this question because it sounds very interesting, maybe the way they worded this question. Um, what, what would be your opinion? Uh, it's a really good and really broad question. Can you, can you just ask it one more time? Like, how do you find your... I'm passionate about many things. How do I find my one true potential? Okay, so uh, there's a branding expert uh, by the name of David Konigsberg. He's on LinkedIn. I just got off a call with him. We were talking about this, pretty much this type of thing. So we all have so much potential. We all have so many things we're passionate about. What I would say is, is if you can try and find that one underlying thread, right? Because we can be passionate. Okay, so let's just say you're passionate about a hundred different things. I mean, I know that I am. I've got a lot of things that I really, really enjoy. But I, I, I'm never going to be able to spend the. I'm never going to be able to enjoy any of them if I try and do all of them, right? Now maybe I can do you know two of them now and two of them in six months, et cetera, right? And at this point, I'm sort of also talking about like hobbies and, and stuff like that, and not just about work stuff. But so you, you're passionate about tons of things. Great, that's awesome. If you try and do all of them, you won't be able to do any of them. But if you pick some, then you know that would be great. Well, can you figure out what the underlying theme is, right? This goes back to defining your purpose in life. What's your purpose in life, right? And again, major areas of life. So you, you know, maybe two, maybe three, not any more than that. So if you have a major purpose in life of, uh, let's just say, Let's, I mean, let's just talk about kids for a second. If you're, one of your purposes in life is to be a really good mom or dad, then maybe you should try and figure out which of your passions align with being a really good mom and dad. If you, I mean, this goes back to what we were talking about before also, right? You, you know, it, the more that you can align things, you know, and we're, we're, you know, people try and put people into a box, right? Oh, he's, he's a carpenter. Oh, she's a graphic designer, right? And this is going back into the work thing, but we're all so much more complex than that. The, the difficulty is, is, is right, like figuring out, out of all of your passions, which ones do you spend the most time on? Um, you know, if, if you can align them all together with an underlying theme, that would be great. Like if you figured out a purpose in life, if you figured out, you know, a major reason for living, if you figured out a major, things that, things that are really important to you, right? Then, then you can align things like that. Like for, I'll give you a for instance, you know, I'm really passionate about, fitness, although it doesn't see, you know, in my mind, I'm like thinking about it. It's like, I haven't been as passionate about it as, as I should be, but there's so many different ways to get fitness, but you know, I can be, I don't feel the need to be the best cyclist. Like I'm very comfortable being basically a mediocre cyclist, but being able to cycle and hike and, and doing whatever. So like at any particular time when I want to go, go and get exercise, I don't mind picking from four or five different activities right? For somebody who's a diehard cyclist, they only want to be a cyclist and they want to be like working on their speed and working on their, on their, on their average time and working on the, this. So, so that's like a good example, you know, so I can, I can sit there and say, well, I'm passionate about fitness instead of saying I'm passionate about cycling. So she can, she, he or she can sit there and say, this is what I'm, you know, you can make your passion broad and then have a bunch of subcategories. You can make your passion very defined and just focus on that. And then just focus on different areas of your life, you know, and, and, and don't feel defined by what you say. You can 
always change it. You can always sit there and say, okay, I was, you know, I really loved road cycling and somebody just, an example, somebody just recommended I take up mountain biking. So I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. It doesn't have to be a contradiction. I could do both or I could sit there and start doing mountain biking and find that I like it so much better that I'm just going to do, I don't know, you know, but, but, but just do stuff to find stuff that you enjoy and do it until you don't enjoy it anymore. And, and, um, one other thing I would tell you is, is a time exercise, uh, a thought exercise. It's called, it's from a book called the, I think the book's called the time garden and no, he's not. No, it's not. Sorry. It's called stopping time. And he talks about the time garden, which is basically think about, think of your life as a garden and the more time and effort that you put into particular things, the more that you're watering and caring for that plant. So, you know, if you're, if you're spending, if somebody's spending a lot of time watching TV, then they have a really, really, really tall TV tree. And at the end of their life, they're going to look through their garden and that's going to be the biggest tree that they have. If somebody's spending a lot of time with family, if that's something that they're passionate about, then that plant is going to be doing very well. And at the end of their life, they're going to have like a lot to show for it. If somebody's spending a lot of time, you know, so these, these, this is one way to look at it. So let's just say that you, that you only have time to, to invest in two or three of your passions. So pick the top three. Okay. I hope that answers. Yeah, that really bit. did. I just want I, to I know the feeling to have like a ton of passion. Right, for sure. I mean, everybody has so much potential, so many things that they're passionate about. Um, I just want to say it's also important not to limit ourselves to just one thing and discard everything else. It's important to be able to have an open mind and understand that we are human like you said we are evolving and we should be able to adapt to certain circumstances within our within our life you know yeah i mean if if you're dealing with a business if you're dealing with like trying to run a business and everything the the conversation changes a little bit you know like if you have to define yourself to other people the more that you can more memorable you'll be essentially uh, but if you're, if we're talking about just, you know, I have a bunch of hobbies and I'm not sure which one I should spend the most time on, you know, look deep within yourself and figure out your top two or three yeah. and just start. And, and if, if they're not fulfilling, you change them, you know, you're not, you're not locked into a box. Like you were just saying, Absolutely. you just, you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. All right. Let's go to question number three. Um, All right. Yeah. Last question. This is a very good question. They also get a little bit personal. They say, I've had a very stressful life growing up and now I just feel stuck and crushed. What is the biggest tip you can offer? That's very general, although I know the feeling. Um, I, 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 I go back and forth between feeling, you know, amazing and, and stuck and crushed. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but stuck and crushed, you know, like, because uh, I, I, have you know shiny object syndrome entrepreneurial stuff and and a bunch of other things and so this is some of the things that i'm dealing with right now i i totally and completely understand where you're coming from uh, i dealt with a lot growing up i dealt with a lot and and there's still stuff from then that i'm dealing with now and it's it's difficult it's not it's not easy um one thing that i find works a lot is i have a whole speech geared around this I, you know i call it just one more step because a lot of times when we're feeling totally crushed, when we're feeling totally overwhelmed, we really don't know what to do. We don't know that next step to take. We don't know, like, there's just so much that I have to do all at the same time that I, don't, I have no idea how to accomplish all of it. If you, if you just start working towards it, you, 
it starts to like dissipate all those feelings. You know, you just take a little bit of action and you start to be like, Oh, now I'm starting to see a clearer path forward. And sometimes that action, you might start taking an action say, you know what, my next, my next step. And again, this is ignoring everything else after that. My next step is to do this one thing and you do it and you look up and you're like, wow, that was backwards. I started going the wrong way. Doesn't matter because it'll have helped you clarify the way forward. And that's, kind of what you need sometimes is you just need that strength to move past the stuck and the crushed because the stuck and crushed is very difficult and it's not going to stop. This is part of life. You know, I was listening uh, after I gave a webinar the other night with, I had a bunch of people there and I was uh, talking with some of the people on LinkedIn afterwards. And this lady sent me a clip from somebody and I watched it and I was like, that's amazing. It was from uh, Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky. And he talked about the lobster and he said, you know, the lobster literally only grows when it goes through great difficulty and how's that because it it only meaning it it feels that it's getting like uh too stuffed inside of its shell its its shell doesn't change size it feels like it's too stuffed inside of its shell so it goes and it finds a place to hide gets out of the shell and grows a new one so nowadays with doctors nowadays you go to a doctor you say oh i I feel like i'm being crushed and i'm being stuck doctor's like okay great here's some xanax here's some uh, some other type of pill. Here's some, uh, what's that what famous one from the 90s and stuff, you know, uh, um, the, the happy antidepressant and everything, you know, I forget what it's called. You know, here's like all these different pills that you can have, right? So you don't feel stuck and crushed anymore. But this is the whole thing is that when we feel stuck and crushed is usually when we're growing the most, as long as we keep on taking those steps forward. So I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know you've been through a tremendous amount of stress in your life. And, and, I, and I know the feeling because I've lived through it as well. But that's when you're growing, right? Neil Donald Walsh, life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. Literally, it's during those moments. That's when you're shedding your, 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 your shell as a lobster and, and, and growing a new one because you now have a bigger body. Now you now have, you now are bigger and better than you used to be. And you now are able to accomplish so much more because you went through this difficult time. And, and you will be able to accomplish more. You just have to fo- recognize that as difficult as it is while it's happening, you are currently in growth mode. And growth mode means that you are about to kick it out of the park on your next ac- activity. Wow, that was a beautiful way of explaining it. Thank you so much for answering all these questions in the most simple, honest, understandable way. I feel like the people who asked these questions got really great answers. Um, again, for those of you who did not get answers to your questions, uh, we're, I'm going to be putting up more information on that on our Instagram. So thank you, Ari, for taking the time to be here with us today. Um, I think we all learned a great deal from you. You know, you're a great source of inspiration. So I thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Meraki podcast and for joining me on the adventure of my life. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and valuable. You can find out more about us at merakiofficial.com. If you enjoy this episode and feel others can benefit from it as well, spread the love by sharing.